To listen ad-free and to get a shout-out on the show, you can now upgrade to Koala Shine Plus via the link in the show notes. But before we get started on today's episode, I've got a quick word from our friends and trusted sponsors who help make our free stories possible. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionised over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cosy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey Koala Kids, welcome back to Koala Shine. I'm Kelly, and I'll be reading you daytime stories and giving you facts and ideas that would make a squid ink and surprise. Hey, have any of you guys ever felt so embarrassed you just wanted to curl up in your bed and never come out again? Oh, I know I have. But with time, these absolutely cringe-worthy, mortifying moments actually seem quite funny. The squid we're about to meet is having one of those moments today, and he's not seen the funny side just yet. Hey, why don't we go find him? I hope you don't mind getting wet. All right, are you guys ready? Flippers, check. Snorkel, check. All right then, let's go. In a blue bubbly sea, where seaweed swayed and silvery fish shimmered in streams of sunlight, a little squid named Mizo is swimming. He looks at his long, curling tentacles slowly moving in the water and takes a big, deep breath. Ah, <sighs> bliss. As he floats serenely on the warm current, he hears something, just faintly. Ominous music. With every slow flick of a tentacle, he begins to feel a little more uneasy. The music starts to get louder, as if creeping up on him, and a shadow begins to haunt the corner of his eye. He swishes around to try and catch it, but it always seems out of reach. He swishes around once more, and there it is, getting bigger and bigger, as a pair of jaws lined with pointy white teeth stretches wider and wider, and he sees the glassy black eyes of a great white shark coming closer and closer until suddenly... (gasps) He's in a classroom. He's giving a speech, and his classmates are staring up at him. They start to laugh and point laughing louder and louder until tears are streaming down their faces and they're clutching their stomach. He looks down. Where his school uniform should be, he sees his pyjamas. His stained baby pyjamas that he hides in the back of his closet when his friends come over. Suddenly, a voice comes over the intercom. Mizo, you're late to school again and you haven't done your homework. You get an F. The words echo in Mizo's brain and he flushes red in panic and his vision goes black and suddenly, he realises he is all wet. Mizo opens his eyes cautiously, one at a time. Above him, he sees the -the glow-in-the-dark stars of his bedroom ceiling. There's light coming through the chink in the curtains. Oh, it was just a dream. He looks down. His bedsheets are splotched with black. Mizo has inked the bed again. Before he can hide the evidence... Mizo hears the soft pad of his mum's suckers on the coral carpet in the hallway. She knocks gently at his door. Mizo, it's time to wake up. Uh, no, no, he shouts. Uh, don't come in, uh, don't come in. Ah, 
Mizo scrambles to get out of bed, but it's too late. His mum is peeking in. She's smiling at him in that gentle, understanding way, and she looks down at his sheets. Ah, oh, have you inked the bed again? Mizo nods. Ah, oh, not to worry, mum says, and she whisks away his sheets and replaces them with new ones from the cupboard. Mizo curls up in his new sheets with his tentacles covering his head. You can go away now, he says. He decides he may as well just spend the day laying in bed and marinating in his own shame. But Mum pulls back the sheets. It's no big deal, Mizo, she says. You'll grow out of it soon. Mizo furrows his brow. I wish I wasn't such a baby, Mizo says. A big, scaredy-cat, silly baby who still inks the bed. His mum hides her giggle and gives him a serious look. You're not a big baby for having a nightmare. Nightmares can be very frightening. You know, when Stu has a nightmare, he wakes me up wailing like a humpback whale. <laughs> Stu is his stepdad, and a giant squid who he couldn't imagine ever being scared of anything. Misa raised an eyebrow. Oh yeah, Mum continues. Everyone gets scared, you know? Even I do. And sometimes when squids get scared, they ink. It's not such a bad thing. Take your shark dreams, for example. If you actually were being attacked by a shark and you inked, you would have created a cloak of black to hide behind, and the shark would have been so confused you could swim away before he could say boo. But I wasn't being chased by a shark. I was dreaming. I was just scared, said Mizo, slumping back down under his blanket. Oh, I'm being scared is babyish. Mum rolled her eyes. You know, every animal gets scared, even the big ones. Lions, tigers, bears, and yes, sharks. And when they get scared, they do strange things too. Mizo rolls his eyes, but his mum perseveres. You know what ostriches do when they get scared? She asks. Mizo shakes his head, so mum tells him the story. I once met a tortoise in Africa. He was sunning himself on the beach and I was swimming in the shallows. He'd been at a watering hole a few days prior and he'd witnessed quite a kerfuffle. There was an African elephant there, drinking, standing 13 feet tall. Can you imagine how tall that is, Mizo? That's twice the height of a very tall human. He had flappy ears and ginormous tree trunk legs, and was strong and intimidating so the other animals gave him extra space. That is apart from a little mouse, no bigger than his smallest toenail, who weaved between his ginormous legs and scurried to the waterside under his trunk. Seeing the mouse, the elephant panicked. He bellowed and jumped and blew all the water out of his trunk. He trumpeted and stamped and trampled around the oasis in fear. <laughs> Imagine that, an almighty elephant scared of the tiniest mouse. Anyway, with all that racket, all hell broke loose. The hippos came galloping from the water's depths. The gazelles went skipping through the grass and the elephant continued to trumpet and stampede. An ostrich, sunning himself on a rock, had the fright of his life at all this commotion. He ran as fast as his spindly legs would carry him out onto the plains. Huge, feathery wings spread wide and blowing in the breeze. He ran until he was panting and then, finding a quiet spot, plunged his head deep into the sand and buried it there. There he stayed, head buried underground, until the sun set and the moon rose. The silly thing is, if his head were above ground, he'd be able to see there was nothing to worry about at all. All calm had been restored. Instead, in the darkness, 
He imagined stampeding elephants and cross hippos and darting mice and creepy crawlies and all sorts of other frightening things. So he stayed underground until the next day, when he decided the coast was clear and emerged into the sunshine. So, you see, you're not the only one who gets frightened, Mizo. Mizo giggled. <laughs> the ostrich should have inked instead. Mum is very relieved to see Mizo smiling, so she tells him another story. What about opossums? Have you ever seen one of them get spooked? Mizo shakes his head. There aren't many opossums under the sea, Mum nods. Well, I haven't seen one either, she says. But I was talking to a raccoon on the beach the other day, after a long swim through the Atlantic, and he told me about his friend, Poe. Poe is a particularly jumpy opossum, who was spooked by a human one day whilst rifling around in their garbage. And do you know what he did? Mizo shrugs. He played dead. Opossums do that better than any other animal. The raccoon found Poe on his back, gaping his mouth, drooling excessively, and leaking smelly green fluid out of its butt. Ew! Mizo sticks out his tongue in disgust. His mum laughs. <laughs> well, opossums do that when they're frightened, she says. They do it so that no other animals eat them, because what predator would want to eat them in that state? They look too gross and diseased, and it works. Mizo chuckles. <laughs> I guess we're all scaredy cats, he says. His mum nods. It's completely natural. It's built into our biology. Take lizards, for example. Do you know why we call Uncle Stumpy by that name? Mizo thinks of the lizard they often visit on a Caribbean beach. He's not really Mizo's uncle. He's no one's uncle, but everyone calls him that because he's old and friendly. We call him Uncle Stumpy because of his stumpy tail. Duh. He raises his eyebrow quizzically. It's not always stumpy, though, is it? Sometimes it's long, and sometimes it's not there at all. Mum nods. Exactly, she says. And I know why. Once when I was chatting with Uncle Stumpy, a little human came toddling along with her bucket and spade. And when she saw him, her face lit up. She chased him along the sand for nearly an hour before she caught him by the tail. And what did Stumpy do? Well, he dropped his tail. Or more like his tail dropped him. He detached from his tail and made a quick escape into the sand, whilst the little girl squealed at his still squirming tail. Now, I'm sure all the little girl wanted to do was stroke him and admire his pretty colors. But Uncle Stumpy wasn't waiting around to find out. And lizards have this cool trick where they can just grow their tail back whenever they drop one. That's why sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not. Cool, huh? Misa grins. That is pretty cool. Wow, sometimes being scared is kind of like having a superpower, he says. Oh, but other times it feels pretty silly. Like, maybe it's okay if I get scared when I'm being chased by a shark or a little girl or a stampeding elephant. But it's silly just to get scared laying in bed, right? His mom grins. It does feel silly sometimes, but everybody does it, so be kind to yourself. Now, when you feel scared, do you know what to do? Just breathe. Breathe in and out. And remind yourself that you're strong and smart and that everything is going to be okay. 
But if that doesn't work sometimes and you ink the bed, well, don't worry. It happens. Just breathe. Give yourself a hug and hold your head high. Mizo smiles and puts his chin in the air. Perfect. Okay, ready for breakfast? Mum asks. He takes a deep breath and nods. Ready, he says. Let's leave Mizo and his mum there with his seaweed omelette and kelpuccino. Now, if we could look into a crystal ball, we would actually see that this will be the last time Mizo ever inks the bed. You see, he grows out of it. But he doesn't ever grow out of being scared. There are still moments of nervousness in store for him, just like everyone else. His first day in high school, for example, he's so jittery that he accidentally calls the teacher mum and nearly inks in embarrassment. He'll tell this same tale to his daughter one day, when she does the very same thing. When he's a bit of an older squid, Mizo decides to do a deep-sea dive for charity. He's so scared of what he'll find down there that he nearly inks himself on the way down. But it turns out that although they're pretty ugly, the leathery, bony fish at the deepest depths of the ocean are actually quite friendly. And they'll use the light dangling from the top of their head to show you the freaky coral that grows in the pitch black. And when he's an old, old squid, his grandchildren will play a trick on him, jumping out of their toy box and screaming, Boo! And Mizo will nearly ink himself in surprise. But with a few deep breaths, he'll start to laugh and realize that it was actually rather funny. You see, these times Mizo embarrasses himself and thinks he'll never recover actually become some of his most retold stories and always have people laughing at parties. And those things that make him so nervous he wants to ink and run away? Well, they often turn out to be the most magical, rewarding parts of his life. And whenever it gets a bit too much, Mizo thinks of his mum, takes a few deep breaths, and tells himself everything will be okay. And if not, well, it'll be quite the story. And that's the story of the squid who inked the bed. What did you guys think? I think Mizo's mum is right. Who cares if you ink the bed, or bury your head, or decide to play dead? We're all growing up in different ways, and that's just fine. Now, when I'm scared, I throw my hands in the air and wave them around, screaming like a headless chicken. <laughs> Maybe not with a sound effect, though. Now, I want to hear from you. What's your most embarrassing story? Did you spill your lunch down yourself or fall on your butt somehow? <laughs> Let us know on Instagram or via the link in the show notes, and we can all laugh about it together. Oh! And whilst you're there, please leave us a review. It really helps our show grow. And if you leave your name, I'll even give you a shout out. Okay, let's finish with a joke, shall we? This one is from Kyra. Hi, Kyra. What animal do you play cricket with? A bat. <laughs> that's a very funny joke. Thanks so much, Kyra. All right, that's it for this week, Koala Kids. Thanks so much for joining me. And in the meantime, keep on shining. Shine.